submitted for the approval of Millennial Society. We call this podcast, Pod You Afraid of the Dark. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Pod You Afraid of the Dark. I'm Lizzie. I'm Leah. And I'm Allie. Today we are discussing what we remember about the tale of the hungry hounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I only remember, I think the the climax of this really, where the girl's like hypnotized and she's like climbing these weirdly high stairs for some reason. Yes, and she's like, I have to feed the hounds. <laughs> she's dressed in like dressage outfit or uh-huh, something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm guessing like it's a girl and her friend or her sister or like on a trip to this place, and her one of them is like basically possessed by this ghost that needs to do it. And she keeps waking up and doing weird stuff. And Got that's it. the end. That was pretty good. I remember Zilcho. You don't. You don't even remember that. Like where she's like, I have to feed the hounds. I mean, maybe a little bit, like it's tickling something in my memory, but like She's wearing that little black knobbly hat that horseback like a horse wears. rider's hat. I remember something like that, but like I thought that when you say the tale of the hungry hounds, like I thought it would be dog centric, and like I don't remember anything. I think it's like the fox hunting type vibe. Yes. Yeah, where you like fox hunting, where people would like get on their horses and they would release all these dogs to chase down a poor fox and then they would like ride their horses in and kill the fox and then be proud of themselves which is super messed up if mm-hmm. you think about it yeah that's like downton abbey <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no i'm impressed with your memory recall it's pretty good. good yeah i think you you kind of nailed it it's great um this is one of not i wouldn't say my favorite because my favorite's still in season one but this uh, this is not scary per se, but it's just super, super entertaining. I always really, really loved it as a kid. And I actually rode horses uh, when I was What's in the name middle of the school and high school. Just like you're riding. It's just a riding cap helmet. And riding helmet, yeah. And uh, But I, I loved it so much. So I had a kinship to it just because of, of all of that. But this episode is entertaining for sure. Is it spooky? I find it to be like there's creepy elements, but no, it's not. I feel like it's more sweet, kind of in the same way with the lonely ghost, how there's moments that are definitely scary, but at the end, like you kind of find it's more like touching than anything. That's how I would express this one. Well, I'm excited to watch it and remember it. Yeah. (laughs) I remembered everything about the Twisted Claw, though, except for I the dog really, I really inflated it in my head. But like, I remembered the plot. This one, I'm like, I'm going into it fresh, guys. It's going to be interesting, all right, Perfect. or not. We will find out. We will. All right, so we'll we'll come back after watching. And we'll share our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Okay. The Tale of the Hungry Hounds. Yes. Which is not really, like, the essence of the plot. It's really, yeah. I was like, when are these dogs coming? Anyway. Yeah, it really should have been the Tale of Mon Petit Rouge. (laughs) 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 You gotta get it in the back of your throat. We'll talk about about Mon Petit later. 
Yes, absolutely. So this is Kristen's <laughs> story. And so it opens up with Kiki and a couple of members of the Midnight Society. And all of a sudden they hear, Hoo! like the dog howling. They're very worried about what being mauled yes. by an animal. Like, it happens strange. all the time. That always is their favorite entrance to uh, Midnight Society meeting is like this idea that they're actually afraid of something in the woods that's going to come get them and it's always on theme. It just so happens it aligns perfectly. Why would you all sit with your backs to the forest <laughs> then? They really should have a lookout, you know. <laughs> Maybe they do, we just never see them. They and also, like, there's this little power struggle at the beginning between Kiki and Gary. Try, I'll do it. And she yes. burns her finger real bad. Yeah, yes. Kiki. So, you know, after school special, don't play with fire kids. No. And then she talks some shit about Kristen. Yeah, because she's late. Gary's like, There's, we, need, we need some rules. I, I'm going to start tracking this beef between Kiki and Kristen. Maybe it's the dogs. Like, maybe it's Kristen. And then Frank, of course, like, hey, she's no dog. She's yeah. hot. Which, and like, David's right there. They exchanged right a there. look. I know. David's <laughs> right there. She broke his heart last week. She didn't accept <laughs> She didn't accept his present. Anyway, so I have a little deep dive on Kristen. Okay. By the way. Oh. My notes went went black. Okay, here we go. So Kristen is played by Rachel Blanchard. She was on 26 episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark as, as Kristen. But unlike many of her fellow actors on the show, she was already kind of an established actress in Canada. Oh. So she was on the full series of the 1988 through 1990 show War of the Worlds. Oh. I didn't know there was that. There, I didn't either, but IMDb knows everything. So she was already a little bit established. So she was a little bit of the star power, I think, on the show, right? Mm. Like, so anyway, she does that. She does Are You Afraid of the Dark? And then, very interesting, in the mid-90s was the TV version of Clueless. Yes. Oh, yes, I remember that. Which Cher. Yes, I remember that. And what I thought was crazy about that is most of the actual movie cast Came back to the Clueless TV show, yes. except for Alicia Silverstone. Yes, like so, Dion's Dion. Yeah, yes. Dion. You got Murray. He's there. Amber's there. Even the teachers, they're all there. But like Alicia Silverstone was like, what's the story on that? Do I don't know. know. Okay. She was too busy. She was busy being in an Aerosmith music yeah, video. I was just yeah. gonna say she was too busy with Steven Tyler. <laughs> and then, so she's on every episode of that. There were like sixty-two episodes of Clueless, and then she's on. Another series for 41 episodes of another podcast-worthy series, Seventh Heaven. Ooh. Who'd she play on? So on Seventh Heaven, she played Officer Roxanne of the police department, who was Lucy's arch nemesis because she was her boyfriend Kevin's partner. I remember this now. So these were the later later episodes? Yes. It's like after. Because Lucy's older. It's after Ruthie, like, passed her cute years. I'm just kidding. She was always cute. Ruthie's fan. And then so she was she was on Seventh Heaven. She played a bunch of stuff in between that. And of course now she's one of the main actors on the Amazon hit The Summer I Turned Pretty. She I plays the mom who has cancer. Oh. And it's I just right in that. Cancer. But like she actually is li- like they're all legit. Yeah, she's Let's got not to validate anyone, but like she's played Cher. She's been in Seventh Heaven. Even though that show was very problematic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But it was great. We, we watched it in health then. class. Our health teacher used to make us watch episodes of Seventh Heaven as part of a lesson. I love the Instagram About guy what, that reviews the episodes, yeah. like where yeah. it's like the mom and dad like 
make the kids like smoke a bunch of cigarettes oh until they just like just start like violently throwing up and getting uh-huh. sick and that's their way to teach them not to smoke even though Annie Camden, the mother, smoked pot in the 70s. Yes. <gasps> yes. She smoked pot that. once. She admits that. Anyway, that's Rachel Blanchard. Blanchard? Blanchard? Oh, she's Canadian, Mon so. Mon Rouge. I feel like there's some French there. But yeah, that's that's Kristen. He's actually, like, pretty right. famous. Like, Snaps I recognize her. her. Yeah. yeah. You go, Rachel. Or Raquel. Rochelle. Blanchard. Rouge. <laughs> Sorry, I went a little off the reservation with that one. But... I thought it was interesting that she, like, yeah. was already an actress. Yeah. So I do have a question. So she's late because she's got to pick up this dog, Elvis. Yes. For, for effect. What was the conversation like with Elvis's owner? Because she said that, like, she was borrowing him. So did she go to the pet owner and say, hey, I'm in this secret society of a bunch of teens <laughs> where we sit around a fire and I'm telling a story that's loosely based on hound dogs. Can I borrow your dog to literally do nothing except sit there? Probably. <laughs> I just, and that's why she was late, right? She, <laughs> Depending on who asked me, if they were like, hey, can I borrow your dog for like effect for a story? I'd be like, all right, here you go. If, depend on if it was like a neighbor person, someone on our street. Maybe she had dog sits for loosely, Then yeah, I think we probably would. But if it, it would all depend on the context no, of who's but... asking. Yeah. I've actually kind of done that somewhat. A bunch of the little neighborhood girls, not for like a creepy story, but a bunch of the neighborhood girls have come knock on our door and been like, hi, we really want to start a dog walking business. Can we walk your dog? And like, sure. Oh, I would not do that. (laughs) I just thought it was weird that she, number one, I don't think the dog served a purpose. We didn't hear any sound. He was just going like, (laughs) at one point. Yeah, he was just slobbering and breathing. I'm not a dog person podcast listener, so like. I thought he was useless. Well, I mean, the whole yeah, the whole story was. is like is making the dogs seem really scary, right? And so yeah, then she has yeah. this like hound sitting next to her that's like the, ha- the hound didn't do yeah. shit. He's just like and a she beetle. she just gave him like it looked like pizza crust at some point. I'm not sure what she gave him. <laughs> like this give giant. Me, give me our pizza crust. She's 13, y'all. She's just she's lived a good life. She's she's doing she's almost, she anyway, almost 13. I didn't see the purpose of all this. Uh, yeah. Life. Yeah, he didn't really achieve the desired effect, as far mm-hmm. as I could tell. Okay. So let's get into yeah. the story. Sorry, I had so many. <laughs> so, yeah, so again, we we start, it's summer break, and we've yes. got our classic trope, dorky cousin, cool cousin. Yep. City co- cousin, country cousin. Yeah, country yeah. mouse, city mouse. <laughs> um, and we've got horse girl looking girl. Horse girl. I wrote that. I said, Pam's a total horse girl. Just yes. like in the other, what was the other one with the mirror? And there was the mean, cool cousin. And, yes. horse, and girl. horse girl. That wore same, shirts, same outfit. Yeah. Straight up. I bet they just reused her those, clothes, the probably. costumes for yeah. her. Straight up. So immediately I was like, wow, Pam looks familiar. And it took me a little while. But when she turned, spoiler alert, when she, she, turns she, to- gets, she gets possessed by a ghost. Whenever her voice changed, because her voice changed a lot. It, it, yes. Well, she sounds like she's, like, sedated Correct. or something. But I was like, it hit me like a ton of bricks. So this is another show. Guys, I like TV. Vampire Diaries. She plays yes. Elena's mother. Yes. <gasps> what? Yes. I was Isabel in Vampire Diaries. Shut up. I actually yes. watched, uh, like, several seasons until it got, like, weird crossover when, like, Elena became a vampire. I think I watched mm-hmm. it up until then. That's another podcast, Vampire Diaries. They, oh, yeah. they always become a vampire. Like, I they know. always do. I know. And that wasn't what bothered me. It was, <laughs> that, like, she was basically, like, like switching back and forth between, like, brothers. And I'm just like, this feels 
And then she became both of their, like, mortal enemy at some point. Yes. I'm like, I, I just feel like this feels, like, gangbangy, and I'm just not really, <laughs> just not really yeah. into it. Like, it was the CW. It so. was very true. There's so much incest. Shout out there. to Mia Kirshner. Who's yeah. Like, good, Pam, for good for you. Love some there Bambi were, D's. The actress that played Emmy or Amy didn't even have, like, a picture on her IMDb thing. She didn't. Because she kind of <laughs> reminded me a little bit of um, Sarah Michelle Geller when she was, like, early Buffy. Yes, I could see that. Or, for like, sure. Cruel Intentions. Definitely just the way she the looked. Facial not, expressions and things. And, like, for sure. yeah, just the blonde hair, the way her makeup was. Like, mm-hmm. she, and she reminded me a lot of young Sarah Michelle Geller. So the cousins are rooting around through the attic. Yes. Trying on their, I guess, their ancestors' clothes, their like grandfather's clothes. Yes. Or- so their cousins, their their parents are brother and sister. And then the brother and sister had an older sister, Dora. And that is Dora's clothes that they're going through. So the yeah. lore of their family or the history of their family was that Dora was significantly older than their parents. And Dora was involved in a horseback riding accident that... Uh, resulted in her dying and because of that and no one ever got over it no one ever got over it. the whole family is completely under scarred it. by it yeah. even though yeah <laughs> they're very they're very much under it <laughs> even though pam's mom owns a horse farm which feels strange if it really is like <laughs> i'm not, I'm not sure she owns the horse farm or is just adjacent they're, they're, to they're their property they're the horse right because yeah, the oh, i don't know or it was like just horse sitting <laughs> i kind of pictured it like on the way, like where we live, it's pretty suburban, but where we live, like if you go from where my our houses are to town, there's a giant <laughs> horse farm that there makes is. no sense that it's there because it's just smack dab in the middle of suburbia. When you go into town on your carriage. I know, I always say that. Sometimes Brenda will be like, I'm going to town, you want anything? And I'm like, oh man, got to make sure you get the most out of a 10 minute haul to the store. Make sure you pack a sweater. You don't know when you're back. <laughs> but get some hard tech. Anyway. I do love that farm. And there's always little baby horses. But so I just pictured it like that. Yes. So Pam is not allowed to ride horses or have anything to do with it because of Dora's accident. So they're going through the attic all of her clothes and having so much fun. But before I proceed, because they really want to paint the picture that the attic is scary. What is scarier to you guys, an attic or a basement? Basement, 100%. I agree. Absolutely. Maybe it's because yeah, I, I don't have a lot of experiences with addicts, but I still feel like it doesn't feel nearly as I think it depends sinister. on how lit it is. Yes. Or like if, and the the walk, if it's a walkout, has some natural light. Yeah, like this is a basement we are in, and this walkout is very well lit. This mm-hmm. is not creepy. Yeah. But, you know, there's other basements that, okay, let me tell you about my cellar in my old house. Okay. Creepy AF. Like murder basement. Literally. Oh, Yeah. So I lived in an old Victorian house and it was totally gutted and redone on like the three floors that were like normal. It's one of those like long skinny ones. And the, but the cellar was legit. Like walls were always sort of wet and like, Mm. like brick or stone. And the floor was dirt. And the door, the door, we had one of those like doors on the outside that were like the, I don't know what you call them. They were like almost on the ground. There's like a hole in the ground. You could pull the doors oh, up. Yes, yes, yes. And so that was creepy as hell. Yeah. And then the door to go out that way looked, it just looked haunted. I don't know how to convey to you the hauntedness of no, the door. No, you are doing a good job because I'm anxious. <laughs> just as you're telling me. I need to find pictures of that cellar and just show them to you because it like the, that is the creepiest shit I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I, think I agree basement, but it's like a subterranean basement. That, like, yeah, that's what it was. It's much yeah. scarier than that. 
Yes. Yeah. It also depends on the, like, if you picture the attic in the scene, but imagine mm-hmm. it was, like, dark and you could see, like, that bust kind of in the background. Yes. Or, like, or that you know, taxidermied raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys notice that? No. I didn't know. This raccoon is, like, it doesn't look like a peaceful raccoon. It's, like, it's like standing <laughs> up and its claws are, like, yeah, we'll post it in Instagram stories when this episode goes live. Because that was terrifying. I did not like well, that. Well, so raccoon. imagine if the lights were off. And, and you were in there, raccoon. and you could see these things like in silhouette, and it was like a creaky floor and stuff. Like, yeah, that still would be creepy. AF. It's very, very scary. Uh, so in the basement, we've got like in this hallway. So my basement has like it's very open, but then there's a very narrow hallway straight back to my kids' playroom. And so when the lights are off, it's just this like shadow of a playroom. And my youngest Conley has this like horse like this big animatronic horse that's back there and somebody had played with it and just left it there. And I almost died walking down to the basement because you could just see the outline of this horse just like staring. So yes, sometimes basements can, or my basement can be scary too, but I agree. It's like more of the murder sellers. Murder seller. For murder sure. sellers. Yes. For sure. So, okay. So Pam particularly picks up the red riding jacket and everything's mm-hmm. super dusty and gross. They assume that, Dora had her accident. They removed her clothing and then just put it immediately in this trunk. Is kind of what they're making it sound like. They never it's washed. It's not even anything. washed. I know. They don't. And There's then glass. she's like, if she's getting all the dust. Her cousin's off such and, a city slicker. Yes. Yeah. Well, first they have to do the Ouija board. Yeah, I was oh, gonna yeah. say we're, we're breezing just, over the Ouija yeah, board. You're right. I'm sorry. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I know you don't like Ouija boards. <laughs> I don't like. Ouija boards. <laughs> I don't want to talk. What's scary more, a basement or a Ouija board? I thought about buy, like buying you a Ouija board that was like I soaked it in water and then I was slipping it onto your porch. And just to be to clear, we're not, we're not. <laughs> just to be clear, we're not talking about Ouija from the episode uh, about the clown. We're talking about the Ouija board. <laughs> have you seen that YouTube video where it's like all people that can't spell it and they're like, "What is Wega board?" Yeah, I have. So when I was a when I was a kid. Runner-up was in my Pergananant. <laughs> that was another video. When I was a kid, my friends and I, my mom would never buy us a Ouija board. And, like, I don't know why we wanted to connect with spirit so much, but we did. And so we would take a piece of paper and we would write all the letters And you would heat up the coins, now. right? We would heat up. We would take a coin and we would use coins to do, like, Ouija boards. And one time the coin got really, really hot. And we were like, because there's a demon. But it was probably just because four people had their fingers yes. on like body <laughs> same point. But yeah, we used to do Ouija boards all the time. We did it too, but it was always somebody screwing with somebody else. Yeah. But this Ouija board is very efficient. It gives very yes. simple message, which Amy thinks is leech mouth because Obviously. apparently she's dumb. Maybe she's dyslexic. Leech mouth. Leave them out. And Pam is just like, no. I'm Ron Burgundy. Yeah. <laughs> let me out. Uh, and they get the the combination, which is 149. I also had a problem with this because that was like a 60-digit padlock. What are the odds that the numbers would all be below 10? Here nor there. <laughs> There's finally a parent. When did yes. call that Bri- out? Briefly. Briefly. But she's actually trying to, you No, know, like, she's, she's over-parenting. She is. Like, you see... Well, she honks the horn at them when she's... Yeah, who does that? That was really irresponsible because you would speak the horse. But also, I I do think that 
I, so I used to ride horses when I was a teenager. I feel horse like, girl. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was a big horse girl. Big horse energy when I was younger. But I feel like it is super, super dangerous to just get on bareback with like no saddle or anything. Especially if you have zero experience. If you're asking to fall and get an accident. The way she mom. did it made me assume she was used to doing it. Yeah. Like she'd been it's doing possible. it. Just She's going to go give him a little petting. Is that a carrot in my pocket? Or you yeah. Like screaming? how long was she walking around with that carrot That's in her back pocket? That's a big ass carrot in her pocket. <laughs> It's like, that was a total secret. She's walking down the trail with her cousin and she's like, what do you do for fun? She's like, can you keep a secret? I carry so it. that was I like a very spur, she probably has been doing it then. Very right. spur of a, the moment decision to go see this horse. And she had that giant ass carrot in her back pocket true. the whole time. It was all intentional. I've missed <laughs> this, this, all of these years that Pam was a rebel. Yeah. Without a cause. Yeah, <laughs> All right, so we're back in the attic. We're shaking off the coat. They're concerned about the dust in the grass, but I was also bothered because there's a giant rat in there that's been living the in the mouse. Chest. And she was like, yes. yeah, she's sticking also, her finger in the chest hole. And I was like, Ugh. there's rat poop all over the coat too. But like, they don't talk about that. There's feces all over the coat as well. But she puts it on. Because why not? Even though it's steaming and covered in rat feces. Let's like put it's, on the coat. It's steaming? The chest was steaming. It was like smoking whenever she opened it. It was I'm just like, dust, girl. I think it was smoke <laughs> from all the rap. This is like the, same, the like the <laughs> methane moth fresh. Okay, so what happens when she puts on the coat, guys? This is I think this is where she we maybe are. Maybe it was all a hallucination. <laughs> I think this is where we deviate. Just, okay, okay, so okay. I'm gonna, I'm going to make my case. Okay. Because this whole time, Amy keeps being like, "Ghosts aren't real." Whatever, whatever. I don't believe that. Good guess on the numbers. Like she, she refuses to believe it. So I think this whole story was actually targeting her. So, cause like, if you watch when it cuts, cause I watched this carefully the second time when, um, Pam puts the coat on, there's like this weird cut. And then all of a sudden you see her look in the mirror and her hair her is all different yes. and she turns around and she like, all of a sudden that weird window is now this she has great door. posture. Her hair is down and she starts and her voice has changed. So yes. that is where I think this hallucination or whatever we want to call it, this ghostly experience starts for Amy. Ah. I don't think Pam knows a thing about it. And I don't think she was, I don't think she was in a trance at all. I think this all had to do with Amy because when Amy comes back at the end, she comes yeah. through the door, Pam comes out like way deep in the closet and she acts like it had just been a moment later and she's dusting herself off. Mm. True. So, I mean, it's a theory. That I'm is what I'm going to disagree with you at the end and I'll tell you why. Okay. Okay. So anyway, so Pam puts his coat on and she goes through this weird transformation where yep. her hair is now flowing and clearly they put blush on her and yeah. mascara and she now it's a good is, coat it's all about what the right color i know can do for you. i know yeah. so then she's she's uh oh it's dora yes. you know and so amy's like what are you doing and then my favorite part is when the window opens it's like a door she goes night <laughs> and it's also if they're in an attic and it's like on the first floor well and then you look at the, the scene when they come out at those crazy stairs that have like the least circles. practical stairs what are those stairs? i loved that door for some reason as a kid but like when you look back up round window it's like a it's like a window into back into the house but there's nothing there there's just like scenery it's portal to another it's like dimension. a portal the to another dimension on the first floor it's just it that was weird yeah and those stairs they were beautiful, and I actually remembered those stairs after, like, watching it again. It's the only thing I remembered. But they just look so awkward walking up and down them. You Which, would, like, break your ankle correct, or slip through yes. and, like... Correct. Like Audrey Hepburn-looking stairs, like, in the fact that, like, they belong in some kind of musical. Like, why did they choose those stairs? They have 
That's an argument for hallucination. That's the only reason why. That's an argument for hallucination because those stairs were fucked. So Dora, we're gonna call her Dora. The explorer. You know, walks floors. Yeah. Walks down and, and Amy's like, like, what are you doing? Where are we going? How is it night? Like, what's going on here? And yep. she follows her cousin, who is apparently in this trance, or she's possessed by the ghost of Dora, and she's saying she has to feed the hounds, and she's acting really weird and ethereal. And then they get approached by Well, they go uh, to the graveyard. Oh yeah, they go to the graveyard and it's their whole family. It, it's their whole family and, and Dora's grave is there. Pam Dora. Pandora. <laughs> she uh she like holds up a flower to put on her grave and it literally yeah. is like a weed. It's like a thistle. It's like a thistle. And she's like, here's this piece of wheat I'm going to place on my grave. And then she picks up what looks like the femur of a very like a rodent. <laughs> Mon petit rouge. Mon petit rouge. And then we start hearing about Mon petit rouge, Le Croix, Fenance. Fiance. Fenance. And I still am confused about the the whole like what she doesn't tell the story then though does she no yeah. she's she's well so. she's being very frustratingly cagey about it mm-hmm. which made me want to slap her because <laughs> I was like can you explain yourself better please yeah, instead please. of just saying mon petit crush he was my fox he was my friend I would play with him I would play with mon petit <laughs> she's fully French now. I would <laughs> stroke his little tail I try to read Madeline to Conley. <laughs> 12 little girls and two straight lines. The smallest one was Madeline. And I always go German. I never yeah, know. I always, like, a little German. Slides into a German accent. And thing is not We love our bread. And so anyway, she, so the fox, like the fox, so the dogs are for fox hunting, right? So that, I guess that's. Yeah, so the, I guess that, that was a thing sense. that they did. Um, but she didn't a lot. want, I guess, but she didn't want Montpetit Rouge to be. Hunted and yeah, like so by the dogs. He already yes. was hunted. He so was she, in a cage. That's what I don't understand. And she was like, I woke up early and he was in his cage and he was shaking. And I was like, I would be too. Yes, because he knew today's the day. And so she released <laughs> she released him early and started to chase after him. And she as she's we're calling, I always remember like she has this like intense way that she shuts her mouth really tight after she says something. So she was like, he started running. Oh yeah, and it was faster. She press her lips together after every jump. Yeah, after every <laughs> sentence. So did, did Dora die? I think during so. The it jump. sounds like the yeah the jump went wrong, and I don't know if the horse fell on her or they fell down like a, a ravine okay. or something. Okay, because okay. she gets cut off. And that's why I was like, explain something fully. Yes. Please. I mean, this, so I'm not insane no. for not understanding. No, so I've that, watched it that at some point, I think the cousin was like, hey, cool. Um, here's an idea. Let's yes. all come back to Earth. Because yes. <laughs> she's like, what is happening? Then John Lithgow has a cameo. <laughs> Giles! The ghost of John Lithgow confronts Dora. them that Dora hasn't fed the hounds and they were half starved and he let him out and they didn't eat him. But he sure had a heart attack about it, I guess. <laughs> I was wondering. So get to your Giles. Giles is actually <laughs> a, he's a recurring actor in our youth right at the dark. We're gonna see him in two more episodes. Okay. Is he yes. just a creepy element? I think so now they gotta go feed these dogs. She's trying to stop like Amy is trying to stop her this whole time. She's like, What are you doing? And then get into this yes. barn and you can hear these dogs just going ape shit behind a door. Yep. But if you notice, this piece of cinematography was very interesting. So they're filming the door. I bet they had nothing on the side rattling that door, but there was this like fence with a light coming through it on the side. And so they were just wiggling 
that so they were like manipulating the yes. shadows being cast at the door the door itself wasn't moving and i like could not get over it i was like watching it so close because i was like how are they doing that That's cool. how did it this was not really win an emmy right <laughs> <laughs> she amy is terrified that dora is going to feed her to the hounds yep. so she's like i'm getting i have to feed the hounds I have to feed them. She's like, with what? And so she freaks out, locks her in a in a stall. Kibble. <laughs> She's and Dora's like, no, like I'll show you where it is. Like they they come to an agreement to oh, yeah. that because after after some arguing, the agreement that Dora can direct Amy to how to find the kibble, and she's like, it's just right there. It's by the ladder. It's by the ladder. She gives so, horrible directions, though. Yeah. Also, or they, they were like, like the ladder's right there, and Amy is like looking through rucksacks and turning over. And then she things. finally looks, she goes, Oh, the ladder. And oh, I was that like, ladder. That was the one yeah, the, instruction she gave you. The one instruction. But I yes. mean, the kibble is in this very nondescript burlap sack. Yes. Sitting wide open, which. It's if, probably really stale. I was going to say, if you feed your pets ever, like any kind of kibble, like you don't want to do that because no, that will make no. it get stale. Also, during the height. The apex of what is supposed to be a scary story. I cannot be scared when you're saying the word kibble <laughs> four times, yeah. four or five times. Kibble. Where's the kibble? I must have. And so kibble. she's trying to drag this bag of kibble that I think weighs more than her. She's like, why didn't you just get one also, of those pots and pans and put yeah, some kibble in there? No efficiencies yeah. here. She's not thinking through things one bit. Meanwhile, her cousin is thinking through things very yeah. deviously. She's going to let them, do- Who and let she, them dogs out. Yeah, and she unhooks Dora. the latch from over the thing. And goes and in a trance goes to let these hounds out. And, and she names them all too. So like Dasher and Dancer and Prancer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember all their names. One of them's name is Rexy. And yeah, then they're her dog back. later. Yeah. We're gonna I'm gonna come back to that. Yeah. Yep. Um and then if you think for a minute, Amy's climbing up hay bales, she's like, Oh shit, mm-hmm. these dogs are gonna eat me. Yep. And they're just like little beagle puppies. Like, I don't. Well, when you see them run out when she like releases them, they're all like really happy. Yeah, it's like, we're going to get Chicago. Obviously, it's hard to train dogs to act mean. So. (laughs) They bypass, they didn't have the budget for that. They bypass the kibble. (laughs) They're trying to eat Amy. And who comes to the rescue, guys? Mon Petit Deus Ex Machina. (laughs) He's real. The ghost of Mon Petit Rouge Rouge is real, and he. Mm. Just scurries away. He sacrifices himself. Well, you know what? Those hounds are still fucking hungry. They're still yeah. hungry. They're hungry. Ain't nobody fed them, They're so hungry. I don't know why her ghost found any peace. And there's, they could sniff out that kibble because it falls over. It's like, why don't they it's just like right there? The well, I mean, bitch had some in her pocket. <laughs> Is that a little kibble? So, so <laughs> Pam carries carrots in her pocket. Amy carries kibble in her pocket. I mean, you never know what you're going to encounter. They're like yeah. chemical scouts. So then Amy runs out of the barn, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden, Dora Pam is on Mirage, the horse Mirage. Yeah. Oh, De- yes. That was definitely a stunt double. Like, Decked out. Definitely. And she rides away. Yep. She's gone. And all is <laughs> If you guys can't hear her, maybe they can hear her in the background, but we got some insane kids running Mama around. Mama Tazley, she's upstairs. <laughs> the hungry hounds are upstairs. The hungry hounds are chasing <laughs> around better. that box. But, okay, so here's where I think Leah's theory falls apart. Okay. So Dora Pam is on the horse. I think that that gives her a speed advantage in front of Amy, which gives she Dora goes in the completely opposite direction. 
Well, Amy's just running through the woods. Who, how does she know where she's going? She's she's on some horse going. And it's clear she's from the city. She doesn't know where she is. <laughs> well, she doesn't she say that at some point? She's like, you'll never find your way back. I need to help you. I need to- she's <laughs> like, maybe the Ouija board can find us some good pizza. Like, she's obviously a city girl. So, like, so I think that Dora Pam gets back and gets out of the trance before Amy comes back. That's why I think it's it, it's plausible. You can't. I think it's plausible. This but is like I, the Adnan Syed. Could he make it to Best Buy in time? If you guys haven't listened to the serial podcast, go listen to yes, it. Yes, I love that. So it's possible. That it's possible, that. but that's really weak and she, storytelling. She would have had time to put her hair back in a ponytail. I think this was all but just to prove to Amy happened. that ghosts exist. Because she was possessed. Okay, so then here's the other thing. Amy cannot walk up those stairs to save her life. <laughs> no, she cannot. <laughs> That's where like, they were like, maybe we should have made these stairs so difficult. To but turn. you know what? I ask you, how would you have walked up those I stairs? Would have, I would have gone foot, foot on the same stairs and not, you know how you normally mm-hmm. like, yeah. alternate steps? I would have been like, same step, foot, 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 foot. That's how I would have walked up. Yeah. yeah. They looked rickety-dinky. I was, yeah, really worried. Like, you slipped this way and your whole leg's going You're going to go into the ground. Okay, so then they get back, and Dora Pam is now just Pam. She she comes out of <laughs> yes, the... she's back in her Mormon missionary outfit, <laughs> buttoned all the way up to the And top. she says, okay, well, I have to feed the dogs. Whose yes. name is Rexy. Well, hold on. She says, I have to feed the dogs. Correct. And Amy dogs. goes, dogs? And she was like, dog? What are you talking about? She's like, you said dogs. You only have one dog. You, you said one dog. Dog. And you she's like, dog. okay, sorry, whatever. <laughs> I gotta go feed you. Yeah. yeah. So did, is that a connection that like Dora has been attached to Pam this whole time because they both had a dog named Rexy? Maybe. But anyway, the spell's broken. And the best news of all is that Pam can finally embrace the horse girl she wants to be. Yes. Mm-hmm. And take some riding lessons. That's mm-hmm. right. To get on that horse. No one tells him. Kristen anything about the story. Like, she finishes the story and, and uh, um, Gary's like, all right, bye. <laughs> He's like, I declare this meeting is... No, but then he says, I'll feed, you, I'll feed your dog. But they may have a bone to pick with you. Oh, yes, oh, yes, yeah. yes. And then if somebody is like... Yeah. Kiki's like... this this. Brent, yeah. Brent went, spay or neuter your pets. <laughs> like from Guys, I just found out, yes. like, the other day that Bob Barker is dead. Wait, you didn't know that? No. He's, been, he's, he's been dead, dead for a little while. Dead for a long time. Drew it was in August. It was in August. He only died in August of this year. Are you sure? I, I thought he was dead longer dead than that. He dead for, like, three years. Well, I don't know, but I didn't know he was dead at all. <laughs> Hold on, let's Google it. And I thought that Buster Rhymes was dead, and he's not. So that no, was, I think it was Elvo Cool J. DMX, That right? was cool, Coolio died. Oh, Coolio, Coolio died. But I thought Buster Rhymes also died. No, I think he's still alive. But I found out he wasn't. So, like, I got hurt by Bob Barker, and then I was like, what other celebrities are dead? Betty White's dead. I found dead. out that. No. Betty White is dead. Yeah, yeah, she did. Shut up. She is dead, isn't she? Oh, you just forgot that that I happened. I just forgot. I, for some, I, like, yeah, now I'm not knowing it's dead. Uh, do you want me to just start guessing names of people I think are alive? You can tell me <laughs> sure. if they're alive or dead. Um, <laughs> oh, 2023, you're right. The price yeah, is he just wrong, died. Bitch. I love him so much and happy to get more. Aw. Anyways, paying you to your pets just that just got me again. Like, I'm so I just sorry. I'm so sorry to rip that wound open. I totally forgot that Betty White died. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we lost so many good people in 2023, guys. We, we really I'm ready did. for 2023 to just be done. We only have so a few we can more start days. the we can start the, the cycle of 2024. 
<laughs> yeah, I was like, so we can start the cycle again. Who's next? Ruth Bader Ginsburg. When did she die? That was a long time. That was ago. like in 2021. Yeah, that's that's is when Trump was president. I was gonna oh. say it was during a very unfortunate time for her to die. Very not that bad. not that her life wasn't you know it would have been sad for her to die at any point but that was um, like a my, real, my opinion real, was real you know time. what yeah. <laughs> you know what maybe she should have retired when when she had the chance and yeah. they could have so that was not, did not cool. why, yeah, why don't they do women? that because they're dicks i don't know why don't they be like hey, aren't they tired yeah they should they're like 110 <laughs> years old don't they want to stop no some of them are Except for clarence thomas don't you want to take a live forever because he's evil deal with the devil this isn't a political podcast but fuck you clarence you want to take like a siesta, like retire early and like just like sit on the beach. I don't. Yeah. See, I don't get why these like really old boomers are still working. Like, go home. They're boomers. I would retire early so fast. Yeah, that's want, my goal. It's just like to be done. Yeah. If we won the lottery or like got to some point where like money wasn't an object, like I would never work again ever. No. Just, it's lame. I hate it. Retire a lot earlier than me because I live in Atlanta and my interest rate is like <laughs> six point three. Move back. My move interest back. rate would still be six point three even if I move back. So you shouldn't have moved. How about you go move back and then immediately take out a home equity line for the amount of your equity, and you can get like a one percent interest rate on that, and then you just use that to pay off your house. So it's like you're robbing Peter to pay Paul on the same thing. Mm. That's, Financial like jujitsu <laughs> from Lizzie. That wasn't that wasn't finance. That was finance. That was finance right there. <laughs> I was just like, I think you were possessed by your aunt who was your like aunt a Dora. tax accountant. Just then. <laughs> and you do have um, some patent and tax law books up there or something. So have you been reading those? No. Okay. <laughs> That's what she does in her spare time with no. three kids and two podcasts. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, what okay. Are we, what are we watching next week? Well, first, are we going to Oh, rate yeah, this? right. Let's rate it. You got to rate it. You're going to give it an A through D score. You're going to do it out of stars, and I'm okay. just going to give it a number. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, okay. <laughs> For, like, quality of the episode? Yeah. Like, I really you... enjoyed this one. I like I I this one. this is, like, a four and a half. Even Ooh. though it wasn't, like, scary, I thought... The, I thought the story was tighter. It was textured. There were layers. Yeah. And, yes. um... It was eerie. It wasn't scary, but I thought the I mean, story... Giles was really bringing it. Uh-huh. That was the scariest thing. I was like, where did this guy come from? He is. <laughs> well, you turn on, you're like, ah, because he's just standing there. Uh, but, like, I thought the storytelling was good. Much better. I thought this was the best story that we have gotten so far. Yeah. Not as many plot holes. Like, what war was she going back to care for her? <laughs> anyway, yeah, four for me. Yes. I think, honestly, I think four as well. This, mainly because this was an episode growing up that I always loved. Again, being a horse girl. I was obsessed <laughs> with this episode. I loved it so much. And it was always, always my favorite for many, many years. It's not my favorite now, but just as a young kid, it was I have a to huge feed the staple hounds. for me. I'm going to go back to four. Because you guys convinced me to go back to four. We did. Why? It's just not scary enough. And for me, like, I like the scare factor. So that's the only reason why there's not. I mean, it is a good show. Because it is a, well, it also, but it's like, to me, like, there, it's supposed to be a little scary. So, I mean, it is a kid show. But there are some, there are some episodes some real bangers. that are, like, actually frightening. So I think on the scare factor is why it loses a point for me. But other yeah. than that, but I mean, it was good. Episode. It was an enjoyable story. Yes. Yeah. Solid, solid episode. Yeah. Okay. 
Not a lot of parental involvement, so I feel like she, she can't. tried. She yeah. kept her off the horse. She did. She really tried. So, like, she did a good job. What yeah. was her name? Beth? Who knows? I think the mom's name was Beth. She looks like a Beth. At least there's a mom. In the- At least there- she is there. <laughs> the decision to honk the horn poor on decision. the horse was a poor decision, but she's trying her best, guys. The next episode, I think, Allie, this is this one's for you. I think this is it's, it's is one it the of the two. Specs? No, it's the tale of the captured souls. Oh, I do have the tale of the captured souls. Oh my gosh. My favorite episode. I know. (laughs) I am alive with electricity. I think that's what we should watch. Danny. Danny. Okay, do you want to give us the rest? Oh, is this the DMV one? (laughs) Okay. All right. This has been fun. Yes. Our highest rated episode so far, so it's good. But you just wait until next week, guys. Okay. Next week's going to be late. Yeah. So next week, we're going to talk about, what is it? The Tale of the Captured Souls? The Tale of the Captured Captured Souls. Okay. All right, guys. Well, who wants to take us out? Allie, I think we should do the honors since you're here with us today. I declare this meeting of the Midnight Society. Close, mon petit rouge. Eight Giles. The almost eight Giles. Who okay. is uh <laughs> John John? John, 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 John. Go look at motherfucker. <laughs> yeah.